and welcome to my weekly podcast interview of In the House Seats with me, your host, Craig Bartley. This is where every Sunday we talk about all stuff regarding theatre, film, television and the ups and downs while training for the performing arts industry. Who knows, some things could even relate to your experiences as a theatre wannabe or participant. Or if you are a parent or guardian of a future performer, it may help you to understand about training and the entertainment industry from a different perspective and someone else's point of view. I will be speaking to professional performers, choreographers, adjudicators and industry leaders to find out more about them and their transitions and journeys from learning their crafts to the professionals that they are today. All you need to do is sit back, relax, enjoy and listen with us. Today, we are at Maidenhead Dance and Music Festival. Say hello, guys. Hello. I have a lovely group here that's going to have a chat with me and answer some questions about the festival life and performing arts in general. So if you want to introduce yourself, I've got a lovely student here. So what's your name? Hi, I'm Kira. Kira. And where do you dance at, Kira? I go to the Yates School of Dance. The Yates School of Dance. And where are they based? Weybridge. Weybridge. Oh, that's a posh bit of the country, isn't it? Yeah, that's for sure. And what what genres do you like dancing in? Mostly like tap and like musical theatre and jazz. So you like all the glitz stuff? Yeah. Yeah, that's your main thing. Who else have we got next to you? Hi, I'm Carla. This is Carla. And where do you learn? I also dance at the Yates School of Dancing. Okay, brilliant, brilliant. How many times a week do you go dancing? Pretty much every day. Oh, right, your real commitment then is coming through. Yeah. Yeah? And what's your genres that you like? I prefer more ballet, contemporary and lyrical. Okay, so you go to the other side of it. Okay, good. Do you think that learning performing arts nowadays is a hard slog or do you find it comes easy to you? I really enjoy it, but I feel like you have to put a lot of work in and the industry is really hard. Yeah, it is a hard industry to go into. But if you succeed, then it's very um, rewarding. Tell me about yours. How's, what's your weekly regime like? What, what happens a week on? I mostly do it four times a week. And then on Tuesdays, I do like tap. And then on like Saturdays, I help teach and dance myself. Oh, amazing. Good, good. What do you see yourself going into? I want to be an adjudicator eventually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good luck with that. Right. <laughs> Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Ellis. Hi Alice, how are you? Where do you go to? I go to Allied Schools of Dance. Allied, okay. Is that Mel School? It is Mel School. Yeah, yeah. and where is that based? It's Woodley. Woodley? I've never heard of Woodley. Oh, Woodley. Oh, Woodley, Sorry. okay. <laughs> oh, no, Woodley, Woodley, okay. <laughs> and you go to Allied as well, what's your name? My name's Sky, and yes, I do go to Allied, same as Alice. Okay, cool. Are you in the same year? No, I'm in, well, I'm in year 12, and what year are you in? Year eight. Year eight. So you'd be a class C or D uh, yes, in C. the festival circuit and you'd be a class E. Yeah. Okay, brilliant. Okay. What genres do you like to learn? I yeah. like tap, modern and ballet and also musical theatre. Okay, all right. I quite like tap and modern and like the more musical theatre side of things. <laughs> okay, good, good. And we've got their teacher here as well. Yes, hello. Please introduce yourself. Um, so I'm Lucinda and I've been teaching at Allied for about five years now. Yeah, so my first job after I qualified as an ISTD 
Tap modern teacher. Okay. For my listeners worldwide, the ISTD is the Imperial Society of Teachers of Dance. It's one of the main examining boards worldwide. So tell us what you teach at the Allied School. So I teach syllabus work. I teach modern theatre and tap. Okay, good, good. Is she a nice teacher, girls? Yes. Yeah. Are you saying that through gritted teeth sitting here? That was from the heart. (laughs) Brilliant. And we've got a festival mum here. We'll get on to what festivals are about in a minute. We've got a festival mum here. Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Lisa. Hi, Lisa. And where are you coming from? I come from Uxbridge and my daughter attends Amanda's school in Berkhampstead, All Stars Academy. Okay, excellent, excellent. How is your daughter getting on in the festival circuit? She absolutely loves it. She really does. Well, obviously, this is our first festival back after Covid. Yeah, which we'll talk about so in a minute. So we're very excited yeah. and uh, she loves the dance school. She's very new. She's been there just over a year, including the Covid period. So right. yeah, she loves it. Excellent. Really it. And has she done well at this festival? She hasn't danced yet. She hasn't danced no, yet. Just, oh, just about to. Yeah, because listeners, I'm actually adjudicating this festival, obviously, because I adjudicate through the International Federation of Festivals Worldwide. So I am professional adjudicator, as most of you know. But, you know, it's nice to see new faces and new talent coming through the ranks. Now, we've got another teacher here as well. Hi, I'm Kelly. Kelly. Hi, Kelly. How are you? I'm good. And where are you from? Oh, I teach at the Eight Square Dancing in Weybridge. Right, okay, cool. And also, I, I adjudicated you years yes, you ago. Did. Oh, yes. that's scary. You just aged me 10 years. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much for that. I remember you were always really smiley on stage, and you did very, very well, if I remember. Yeah, I would say I like to smile. Smiling's the best bit, especially when you're performing. It's one of those, it's a really good release and that's the best bit of the performing I used to love it when I was a kid and just having that chance on the stage just to go here we go come and watch me was the best bit of doing it definitely fantastic now you are teaching now so you're teaching kids coming through the festival circuit yes how is that working for you yeah I love that as well it's so nice to actually see from being a performer at the festivals to then going on to teach and choreograph the, uh, the routines that the girls do and just watching the other <coughs> schools as well, it's, it's just a lovely opportunity to actually be a part of. Absolutely, absolutely. So are festivals really important to you guys or is it exams that's important or do you just want to go for fun? How does that work for you students? I uh, say like festivals are just like a chance to like put out everything that I've done and just like show off everything that I've practised for. And then exams are like something that I like to like work really hard for and then like have it as like a title or such and say like I've just completed like grade four at this or grade five at this and it's more okay. like a title thing. Oh good stuff, good stuff. And how's festivals for you? I really enjoy festivals because I just love performing to everyone and then having that feeling that you get when you're on stage. All of the butterflies before and everything just add up into this sort of bundle of happiness that you can share with everyone when you're on stage. Bundle of happiness, what a lovely way to say. Now we've got another teacher here as well. Please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Amanda Constantino and I run All Stars Academy. All Stars Academy, right, fantastic. And where are you based? Berkhamstead and Princess Risborough. Princess Risborough. I went to a festival there once. Oh, Mid-Bucks. Mid-Bucks Festival, yes. yes. Many, many years ago. It's a nice festival. Yeah. So tell us, how does your school run? Is it more a theatre school or do you do all genres? We do everything, yeah. And we really insist on trying to get everyone to do everything because it's super important. 
important. So I come from a performing background myself. So right. I was in the West End. Oh, so okay. I did festivals as a child. Oh, okay. So I've kind of gone through everything. So I did festivals, felt the benefit, realised how important it is and, you know, what it gives you. Right. Because at the end of the day, when you really, really break everything down, everything is about auditions. Right. Absolutely. Everything at the end of the day comes down to getting that job yes. and getting a career. So, so you've related to, to everything one. I've said in the adjudications pretty oh, much. Massively, right. massively. And this is the breeding ground. It always is for the people you see in the West End because it's the people that learn to perform from an early age. And I think if you get it in early yeah. and realise how important it is, I say to my children, go watch, go watch, go sit in the audience, go, oh, they came first because they used the face. Oh, my goodness, they came first because they projected, they looked at You have just face. brought up a fantastic point, actually, because I see, especially in my mum's school, you get kids which... I know parents and so forth have to pay to, to go in and the entry fee and so forth, but they don't take time nowadays to, to actually go and watch mm-hmm. yes, other sections to learn. Especially, yeah, exactly right. Realising what works, realising what... What doesn't realizing mm. how awful it looks when your legs aren't straight and your yeah. feet aren't exactly and, your hips and, right. and you're... other people as you say like if somebody does something amazing and you go how do I do that so I can do that yes yes absolutely. yes tick 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 yes yes Best. absolutely During the lockdown period, I started off the first original online festival. And I don't know if any of you entered that, but it was very, very successful. And there's plenty more out there now, but I've stopped mine because there are lots of copycats out there now. But I found that I wanted to facilitate the kids that weren't, they kind of practice so hard and got their stuff together ready to do their festival circuit as normal then all of a sudden it was taken away from you how did you feel about that oh it was did you do any online festivals i didn't unfortunately but i did a lot of online classes right my dance school and from you know going from having that atmosphere of being with everyone and being with all your friends and like the dance hall to doing classes online it was such different dynamic yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. It's, it's what's known now in, in colleges and so forth is hybrid teaching but the trouble is you see as I found as a facilitator of both a college and a school I was looking at all the kids on the screens forgetting that they were all in separate houses yeah. Yeah. and when you're looking at them you're looking at them as, as if you're taking a class and you're trying to pick up on technique and thoughts and so forth as a teacher but it was so hard to do yeah. how did you find that Whoa. Kelly it was the fact that on zoom where everything was they're dancing as one but on your screen when you were watching they were like all over the place yeah. the music slightly delayed yes. especially tap when they're yeah. doing like time steps oh, and you're going in your head I mean, a musical theatre class became a comedy farce, to be quite honest, because you're trying to teach and facilitate a song and then you've got lyrics coming back to you like from the verse before. You know, it was like crazy. When somebody would finish and 
finish and then somebody else would finish like yeah. four counts after yeah. them and you'd go yeah. oh wait for that yeah. next yeah. 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 and then mothers would walk in front of the screen yeah. Yeah. exactly right I know everybody's lounge everybody's like you know yeah. kitchen and everything as a parent yeah. did you feel on the whole that that progressed the children or just facilitated them during the lockdown I think it was good for her mental health because obviously she could see the teacher and obviously she could still perform to some degree. And And what's your daughter's name? Kiki. Kiki, right. So I believe she was happy to do it and I think it kept her fit, it keeps up the fitness and and I think just for her, I don't think it was the best. It's never as best as face-to-face and she would readily admit that. She she loves getting back into it, seeing everybody face-to-face. But I think it did for the time. Yeah, it it served its purpose, didn't it? It was better than nothing but... What I found really challenging was keeping the discipline because their confidence was already on the floor Mm -hmm. and you could see they they were getting unfit, unmotivated and they needed a good ooh, but you couldn't give them a good ooh because they weren't mentally stable enough to take it and just getting that balance was... A killer. It's a tough I found one. It yeah, really, it's a tough one. Really it was hard. really interesting to see them in their own sort of comfy environment at home. You didn't realise until that moment when you weren't in the studio every single time how much the studio focuses them. Yes. Yeah. And so it was very easy for them to sort of, oh, after this exercise, I'll just sit down yes. on my couch. Yes. Yes. Totally. And you're like, no, 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 you stand up, let's yeah. keep the yeah. energy up. That was really, mm, really hard. Yeah. Well, it's because it's a set-up environment yeah, for exactly, purpose, isn't yeah. it? How do you feel as teachers that you are if you like, for a term of words, clawing back your classes. Mm. Because having been right over the UK and also worked in Europe, I've spoken to teachers and in a reality form, most schools have lost 70% of their kids. Yes. Wow. Yes. Do you know what I'm struggling with the most is not losing the students. It's losing the students that were... Mums have just lost the drive to go five days a week, six days a week. They've realised actually life's a bit more, they've got more of a rebalance, which I get as well because I also have a family. But it's really then hard to keep up standards when they aren't willing to come in as much as they used to and willing to commit to all the festivals that they did and willing to do everything that they did before. And it's really hard. (laughs) It is really hard because, I mean, as facilitators and teachers in performing arts, we get the usual phone call. Today she's gone swimming. Uh, It's it's a friend's birthday birthday party. (laughs) But it's like. Yeah, it's, it's like, and, and she's on the back of a horse today, you know. But it's, it's. Uh, I mean, we usually get that. That's that's yes. part and parcel of the gig. But now it's, and I'm going to say it's now an excuse that people are using COVID as an excuse for not coming to class. Mm. When I see on social media some of wow. our parents out and about, oh, but apparently she's in bed ill, or we've got to isolate, then why the hell are you out yeah. in your car? Mm. <laughs> They still want the same results. Absolutely. Happen. Yeah, absolutely. You've got to be very, very committed. So getting back to the students here that we have, let's go round again. Shout your name out and tell me where you are inspiring to go in life. I'm Sky and I really want to be on the West End and on TV. Amazing. 
I'm Alice. To be honest, I'm a bit confused about where I want to go. I'm not sure if I want to go to uni or to go into somewhere like dance and like Sky to perform on stage or anything like that. Okay. Well, if you need advice on that, because I also give advice on stuff, okay, for further education, so we can talk about that later. Hi, I'm Carla, and I really want to be in the West End. I'm not entirely sure yet, or a choreographer. Okay, fair enough. I'm Kira. I want to be an adjudicator and also work in the West End. Excellent. Everybody wants to go to the West End. It's amazing, isn't it? Make sure you sing and act. Yes, you've got to be able to do it all. Yes. Yeah, and you've all got to do everything well. Years ago, when I first went into the West End, you would have your ensemble, you would have your stars and your character leads in musicals, but you would also have separate understudies. Nowadays, financially, for a production office, they have to cover everybody. So they have to have as good a chorus ensemble to cover the leads mm. as understudies. And like so, four or five different covers. Absolutely right. You have your chart and you go, look, I'm that cover for that one. And yeah, absolutely right. So I would give you advice on make sure that you are as good at one thing as you are at the other. Don't just do your favourite, you know. <laughs> Work on your lesser ability and try and bring it up to a par. It's been an absolute joy to talk with you all today. Where are we? Maidenhead. Maidenhead Festival. Jolly good. So to all my listeners around the world, I hope you're having a good time and I will catch up with you next week and I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Thanks for listening and chat soon. This broadcast can be heard on my personal website at www.craigbartley.com or tune in on Spotify, iTunes, and don't forget to give us a five-star review, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Worldwide, Amazon, and by looking up In the House Seats with Craig Bartley. 